1: your ass episode 61 josh beckett
0: all i got is josh beckett that's all he got yeah, that might be the only guy i can think of actually i hate
1: giving credit to any red sock for anything well let's just call him a marlin
0: <laughs> say he
1: was 61 as a, was a marlin yeah let's just call him a marlin there we actually go.
0: he had one of the one of the most amazing post seasons as like a really young pitcher oh ever. yeah the oh, year yeah. they won with the Marlins. That was, that was the, incredible.
1: That was an incredible run they made that year. Both of the times that they made that run and then dismantled
0: the roster the year after. Yeah. Both of those times. Wayne, Wayne Hazenga was, like, really good at just being like, I want to win one time, and then everyone He <laughs> bounced, and then they did the
1: same thing with Loria as the... Yeah. Loria Laur- Lowry Lori whoever the other owner, the guy who was part of the Expos ownership, yep, and yep. took over there. Yeah. Uh,
0: As you guys can hear. It was just a money-making day.
1: (laughs) As you can hear, Tiffany Nebraska's back.
0: I'm back
1: again. No, Neil. We're talking college football, and honestly, he's just appalled by the NCAA not paying the athletes, so he doesn't want to be a part of the
0: conversation. Whatever that whole conversation we had before, he was against it. I know. We were he, we, we were bitching about how he I, was. I think well, you, you're you're the older, so you're you're on the older side. It's the, you're the only NCAA time, time.
1: I think it's the only time he and I have ever like really had an argument and like yeah, really yelled like at really, each other. Yeah, yeah. That in right. my is also probably one of the high points
0: <laughs> it, was, it, was, the a, it was pretty heated I was like ugh. <laughs> I'm so we'll talk
1: about college football we'll talk about all the bowl games we picked but before that seems not smoking but I do have a cigar and I have one of my favorite cigars it's the H Upman legacy and I just lit it up we'll talk about more about it at the end but I, I'm digging it The other thing I wanted to bring up before we got into this, so I wanted to apologize for being a little late. I was having lunch, and where I was having lunch, had a big window out onto Colfax, and it was right by the convention center. This weekend is the Denver RV show. Oh, nice. I got to sit there and probably watch 100 RVs pull in and go into the convention oh, see, center to park. That's kind of I, cool.
0: I I, I I lingered. You know what I mean? He got, he got caught. Well, I mean, that has to have some cool stuff in there. Oh, also. God. It's it, just like the coolest RV. You
1: know better than most, like, you know me very well. We've been friends for a long time. We have mutual friends that I've been friends with even longer, right? I, like, RV thing is something that I always wanted to do and always wanted to be a part of since I was a kid. Like, since I was a kid. My parents make jokes about how we were sitting in traffic once, and there's, you know, some of the RVs have ladders at the top so you can put stuff up there. Oh, yeah. I asked probably five, four, five, six, something like that, and I asked if that's where the pool was, and I climbed up to their pool, and my parents <laughs> thought it was the funniest thing ever, that's but awesome. I've always wanted one, and like, you know, a couple years ago, a buddy of ours and I split the big drivable one, it was awesome, and then about, whoosh, Almost two years ago, I bought the trailer, and now I've been full time in it for what six months? A little over, right? A little over six months, and
0: and and I dig it. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's been it's been like since what did you would you buy it in like April or something like that? It's yeah, been, so it's, it's almost two years months. now. Yeah. yeah,
1: and it's almost two years that I've owned it. So and before I bought it, I put in tons of time, like looking at them, thinking about them, etc. So like I was engaged. You know, yeah, I was just watching them while
0: driving I It's like,
1: oh, that was – cool. oh, ooh, That's cool. Oh, ooh, I don't know if I would have gone that color scheme. Like, I was just judging them all. Well, all
0: some and, of them have, like, weird color schemes, yeah. though, too. They have, like, the teal and brown combos. <laughs> it's just like, ooh, yikes. It's
1: terrible. <laughs> there were some really cool ones. There were some really classy ones. I think I – like, you know, I – just, like, people like their houses, you know, or their homes, but – you know, you always know, like, hey, if I hit the lottery or if I get a big raise at work, maybe I upgrade to something with a view in a pool, right? Like, I know, like, if I ever come into a, if I ever have a good run, you know what I mean, <laughs> and, and come into some loot, like, I know what I would upgrade to. You know, I know exactly what I would upgrade to. I just, I, I think our music cool. I've really enjoyed, it's everything, like, it's everything I wanted it to be. You know, I, you also know that last year wasn't, like, awesome for me like yeah. there were some really there was some really dark and shitty times and some shit I went through and like no matter how bad 2019 got when I got back to my trailer at night I'd be smiling because I'd be pulling yeah, yeah. up no, to, cool. to something I'd always wanted you know what I mean and and it's it's everything I was hoping it would be so um, I don't yeah. think
0: I've seen you since the beginning of 2020 by the way oh happy new year my friend right?
1: here cheers yeah cheers
0: yeah
1: um, great to see you um happy 2020 i hope that it's a better year than 2019 yeah yeah for not just for me but for everybody you know um cool let's talk about college football
0: who owes who Paul. you ready
1: okay Let's just start with some with some with some odds, all right. First off, neither of us are very good at this.
0: We yeah, we're at we're astoundingly mediocre.
1: I, I'm wondering if maybe I should never bet college football ever again because I went there was forty games, which is funny because when I listened back to the podcast, you counted and you got to thirty nine, <laughs> but I just counted. We got forty games we picked. One
0: of the games was like this. Uh one of the game, one of the bowl games wasn't on my list. Yeah. yeah. It was it like was, the southern, like one of the southern. Uh, no, it was uh, the
1: HBCU one. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember. But we got 40 games. I went 16 and 24. It's not good. Not good. You went 17 and 23. So you're marginally uh-huh. better than me. <laughs> Just barely. Those are our overall records.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, we're bad. Wow, we're that's bad. not good. I you know, I won some money betting on some of the well, games. I didn't bet on every game, obviously. I didn't
1: bet on every game. I won a couple dollars here and there, I lost a couple dollars here and there. I didn't always bet who I picked when we were here because by the time kickoff like life changed. changed and lines stuff like changed, that. things changed too. So you know, certain players sat out and coaching changes and stuff, and so it just demonstrates how hard of a uh how hard of a, like a, a practice this was. You know what I mean? How hard of a... It's definitely exactly hard
0: to go through them right when they're announced exactly. and say, these are my picks, you know?
1: Yeah. So, the games that you and I picked the same side of are were interesting to me. Right? Because you figured together... We're bouncing ideas off each other. If we're agreeing on things, we should do the best on those games.
0: Did we just do terribly. Terrible. Bad. Terrible. 10 and 16. Did. Oh, God. When
1: we agreed, we were 10 and 16. Ugh. So, basically, nobody should be listening to us about college football gambling. If anything, <laughs> they should listen
0: and, and fade us. us yeah, right?
1: Yeah. All right. So, the head-to-head, the head-to-head, the head, <sighs> the head, the head, right? The score. The, to decide who owes who what. Six to eight. I had six. You had eight. I gotta take you to the pub.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: uh, maybe we can go for lunch. You get the lunch special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm school, I'm, I'm just cool with it. I don't I'm care just what kidding. it is. It,
0: man. It'll be. It's uh, more the fun to do it. than It'll be it is, fun. The
1: you won. You deserve. You deserve
0: <laughs> a nice meal. The chicken parm. Yeah,
1: the chicken parm for everybody, man. It's delicious. So I, I mean, I did have a fun. I did a fun time watching all the bowl games, and I do. Like that we did this because I was engaged in games that I wouldn't have cared about. Yeah, had I, we not done.
0: Why would I lost watch Western Michigan or whatever? Right, I don't care. Or Western <laughs> Kentucky or 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 any. You know, a lot of these the Hilltoppers games, game was a good game to watch too. A too. lot of
1: these were great. There were some fantastic ends, endings. There were some like last minute shifts where I I pulled it off. the The one that came to mind for me was the Florida Virginia game, where it kind of went back and forth, and then Virginia got like a a garbage, some garbage points so they couldn't, couldn't convert on the onside, and I, I didn't care, I, I, I beat the spread, you
0: know? The, um, you know, the, the most interesting one, BYU in Hawaii was fun for me. Yeah. Me, me it was me and my stepdad, Gary, and my mom we were, like, sitting there watching the game, and, and, uh, I had some family members over at my mom's house who were hanging out, and I was, like, they were playing games, and I was, it was a close game, you know? And I was engaged in the game instead, and, then pretty soon the rest of the family was like, well, "What you what are you doing? I was like, well, I bet on this game, you know. And then they're all engaged in it. And, they, and then Hawaii lost in the last, you know, the, like the last play of the game pretty much. And I was like, damn it. man! I can't believe that shit happened. It was fun, though. It was a good time. That's
1: awesome. Bringing families together. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah. the Bet Your my, podcast. My really degenerateness
0: fun. is bringing families together. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love it. Yeah, I love it. There were some really fun ones to watch. And then there were just some, some just blowouts and garbage games, man. Um but figured he should come in. We should we should we should figure out the odds, tally it all up, and then we should talk about the last college game of the year.
0: Next week. It's gonna I'm I'm surprised about this. I'm surprised how heavy everyone's betting on LSU and it makes you want to bet Clemson so hard. I'll
1: be honest (laughs) with you, the second the line came out, I banged LSU.
0: And I immediately regretted it. I immediately yeah. regretted it. Now it's up to like five and a half or six.
1: I, I think I got it at six. Clemson hasn't lost in
0: forever. Since two for two years, pretty much. So last time we were here, we talked about, oh, well, Clemson, you know, they haven't really played a lot of competition this this season or, or last season, really and how like well maybe maybe they're not as good as they look and then they came out and crushed everyone and like crushed it ohio was state. it was i mean they didn't crush them really but they 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 took they were in control of the game That the first the game. half
1: was crushing yeah. you know what i mean that was serious the fact is ohio state was a really good
0: team yeah and they, i thought ohio state was the best team in the country
1: i did too and I, and i we might not necessarily have been wrong but Clemson came out and, and just put it on him. I mean, they they did what they do.
0: You know what I mean? They, they crushed. And they put up Trevor Lawrence, 67-yard run or whatever it was. And it was the most awkward juke I've ever seen in the middle of the field. But it worked great. He He's just, very Duh-da. tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's yeah. tall. He just, Gone. He's
1: kind of giraffe-y or antelope-y. You know what I mean? Um, it was, uh, it, it was, well, the first game was the LSU game. Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, and that was just a beating.
1: It was just a beating, and we kind of suspected it, right? We didn't think Oklahoma was gonna. They hadn't dealt with any anything like the LSU team all year. Yes, they were the best in their conference. I mean, no disrespect to Baylor, but they were the best. Oklahoma was the best in their conference, but
0: I don't it think just they were. Matter.
1: Honestly, I don't think they were one of the four best teams in the country.
0: Oklahoma. I don't think so. Man, who else would you put in there though?
1: I would have loved to I mean Alabama Oregon, Alabama's really good, but their quarterback got hurt. So I mean and you can't have three teams from one conference, I get it. I wouldn't have minded seeing Oregon play. Oregon, I mean I mean, Oregon didn't look horrible in their bowl game. You know what I mean? They really they handled Wisconsin. They they won, I mean
0: they won late, but they won by one point, 28, 27, 27, yeah. 26, something like that. Something
1: like that. It was in the high 20s, really.
0: Right. That was one of the games I won on betting because I, I, I bet Oregon late when I they were plus points. And we
1: both picked them here when they were plus two and a half, too. And we, we got it. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Oregon in there, uh, but... It's I mean, I guess you, you have to you have to have four teams. I mean, you're not gonna put you're not gonna put a third SEC so, team. So the, I the do other think day. I do think. Let me just real quick. I think Oregon probably could have beaten Oklahoma. I think Notre Dame might have been able to beat Oklahoma. I think Georgia could have beaten Oklahoma. Georgia's really good. I think Alabama could have beaten Oklahoma. Right, and like I shouldn't be able to say that about a team in the in the in the Final
0: Four. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. I I just shouldn't like. Alabama, regardless of, of, uh, of whether they have their, their quarterback or not, yeah. their defense is, their, is outstanding. Special teams Their, defense, exactly. their offensive line is, are, they're all just monsters. You know, they, they are in contention no matter what. Georgia is really good. I mean, Georgia had a really great season and Georgia just put it to on the bowl game. They, they just crushed. I thought that the Georgia Baylor game was going to be better. And, it's, yeah. and it just was not well so
1: I feel like Georgia wasn't really that motivated at that point and Baylor maybe a little of the same. I don't think either teams were necessarily inspired. You know yeah. what I mean? They kind of both had their, um,
0: they kind of both had their eyes on the playoffs and when they did, well, do I have it backwards? Did 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 Baylor have a big lead against Oklahoma, and then Oklahoma came back and won, or did Oklahoma have a big lead and Baylor made it close?
1: No, Oklahoma came back and won that
0: game. And they had like a thirty point lead. Or and then they played again.
1: They played again in the in the conference championship, and Oklahoma kind of handled it. And they didn't handle; it. they just stayed ahead of them the whole way. Right? I think if I'm remembering correctly,
0: Oklahoma got any Oklahoma fans out there, you guys got a gift by by Jerry Jones not hiring Lincoln Riley.
1: Yeah. Also you gotta, you gotta Jalen Hurts choosing to come play on your team.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well they have quarterbacks. Oklahoma's always had a quarterback. You're
1: absolutely right. You're absolutely
0: but getting Jalen was a big step.
1: The only other there is just while we're on the topic of quarterbacks, I was always conscious of that Iowa guy who looks like a tight end. He, yeah, yeah. he looks like he looks like Cam Newton although his fan. He's like a big yeah. boy. Um but to sit down and watch that, that game that Iowa, like. We sit down and watch Iowa play and watch him. Like, I wouldn't mind him being, you know, a third, fourth pick by the time they We were
0: we were opposite sides of that, right? I'd take wow. that I take Iowa on that one. I think. can double check real quick. I have it right. I'm pretty in sure I here. took Iowa on that game. I like that Espinosa guy. I think he, he did had. take
1: yeah. Iowa. That's the Hawkeyes. Where is it?
0: Hawkeyes Trojans. Yeah,
1: the USC and Iowa game. Um. Yeah. You yeah. had Iowa, and I had USC, and I was I was wrong. I'm, I'm a big man. I can admit
0: it. That's one of the games that I I, bet I won the most on probably because I just thought I was going to dominate physically. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be forty two twenty four or whatever it was. Yeah.
1: But. I'm just saying. I think that guy's that guy's got a future in the NFL. You don't. Need oh yeah. A, he looks
0: really good. He looks really good. As much as I hate to give any love to Iowa. <laughs> Their DN Espinosa or whatever is really, really good. I wouldn't mind seeing him on a, in a Buckles jersey.
1: So, the reason I think he'd be great with the Bucks, and I think I said this to Neil recently, I definitely said it to my man, to my man, uh, when I was on the phone with him the other day. We talk about the Bucks all year long. I think that he, you know, I always kind of been tight end you the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. So if he was somehow a Buccaneer, I think he could get the most out of O.J. Howard because he knows how to use a good tight end. And That's I good think O.J. Howard could be the best tight end in the game. You know what I mean? Well, George Kittle. George Kittle. Yeah. <laughs> and Zach Ertz hasn't retired also, yet. Right? George Kittle, Iowa kid. Right, right. That's an example. And then also the two guys that got drafted last year. Noah Fant and... Uh, the other cat. I don't remember the other guy's name ever. Yeah, he's, one of them's here in Denver. Yeah, fans here. Yeah, um, and then this year they had another good tight end on the roster. Like, I just think that he knows how to get the most out of a, I, I think he knows how to get the most out of a tight I end.
0: I thought O.J. Howard would be one of the best receiving tight ends. White Rooney is a rookie anyway. He's He's got great size. He's a pretty good blocker, so he doesn't go off the field very often. Uh, he's got pretty good speed. He just doesn't get targets. Yeah,
1: you're absolutely right. But that's all on a side. Let's get back to next week, right? Because there's still one more chance to make money, right? Like I said, I bet LSU minus six or minus five and a half. I'm not sure. My phone's dead, so I can't pull it up. But um, that's what it is now. It's Right now, it's five and a half. Uh, and it's an over-under of 69 and a half points. I think that... In in retrospect, I don't like my bet. I wish I had bet Clemson plus six.
0: Right? And what did it open at? It opened at three, right? Yeah, maybe I, right get it, maybe
1: I got it at four and a half, not five and a half. I got it a little lower before it built. I just Like I said, my phone's dead. But I kind of like over 69 and a half.
0: I like that, too.
1: I don't see Clemson not scoring. I don't see LSU not scoring. Now I know these are two really good defenses.
0: But they're two really, really Clemson. good offenses. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. My point. Now I think that's the difference right there though, is that LSU's defense is good and Clemson's defense is solid. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I think both teams will score. LSU will slow Clemson down just enough for LSU's offense to outpace Clemson's offense.
0: I think Clemson is going to win, man. Are you going to bet on the money line? you I got to let the spread go up so. and then
1: bet on the money line?
0: I think that's my move. I, I like that bet Everybody lot. is on LSU so much, man. The public is hard on LSU. I, so, how did I become Joe you, so, public? I've never dude, been your public. I mean, it's, it's, just, so, it's so tempting, man, because LSU has been destroying people all year, and they, they made it, you in. Man. I
1: bet it morning after those games. Yeah, they like made you in. Like, I was so in. drinking the the purple Kool-Aid. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Man. The LSU Kool-Aid. The Cajun Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah.
0: Man, everyone. So uh, the other day, I was the biggest single game loss that Vegas has ever had. That, 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 as far as the uh, the records that I saw so far from the information I was presented, was the Seahawks beating the Eagles on uh, Sunday.
1: Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but I had the Eagles. But the well, Neil but, talked me out of the fucking Vikings. Oh, that's right. Alright, I said it to you, I said it to him on the podcast. I'm like Vikings, you bet it 2x of the spread, 1X on the money line, they're and gonna go you, in. And you, and you then get,
0: they get the job ne- done. Neil talked me out of it. Oh I think I even mentioned you and know then, the only thing is Kirk Cousins is good at blowing it. And then, but you probably cover the spread still.
1: And then he talked me into betting the Patriots. But I didn't, I liked, I liked, see, like I liked Tennessee. I bet so, the
0: Patriots. Too, I don't really. Tom Brady's angel death man. I love that guy, uh, but he just, I mean, he's he's getting, he has I'm no targets, saying, and he's I, getting old, man. It's not over for Tommy.
1: Tomorrow when we do the weekly the weekly podcast, I am gonna give a shit about it because I am <laughs> uh, I am I am bummed out. I blew it on out. I definitely blew it on that one. But that's not what we're here to
0: talk about. But in my, my point of that was that, like, the, the public was so hard on the Seahawks, and they, they won somehow, and I was surprised. I was on the Seahawks, and I was surprised once I saw the public numbers because so I was like, man, that's usually a bad sign if it's that big of a discrepancy. And then now everybody's on LSU so much, I'm like, gosh, I just want Clemson to win. I want to just take the money line. I might do the same thing: one x money line, two x with the points. With the points, yeah. And just, I mean, it's throw one or two x on the over also, I guess.
1: I can't believe I, I can't believe I bet LSU like a sucker. I guess I could just go double it up and put
0: way more on Clemson,
1: but I yeah, don't know.
0: That's never a good fun thing to do, though. No,
1: because because of the vig, I'm cutting into my winnings. Plus, when it comes down to it, like LSU really is a good team. I really like Coach O. I think he's I think he's phenomenal.
0: Yeah, his he's he's perfect for LSU too. His Cajun yeah. accent you know, he's got he's got it down.
1: I like it when coaches um or like when teams have local guys who understand the fan base, yeah. who understand, you know, the, the recruiting, the et cetera. You know what I mean? If
0: like my guy Scott.
1: Like your guy Scott, my it's God, a perfect Scott, example. And it's yeah. a
0: perfect fit, really. Yeah. It's like the perfect marriage between the university and the coach.
1: He's just got to get him to win the games they're supposed to win. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're they're giving up. There's there's two there were two losses really this past season. There were two losses that were unexcusable. You know, I mean, of course he wasn't gonna lose his job. Like he has some some some.
0: He has he's not going nowhere for a while. Right, but, but that's why that's also why it's so nice to have that happen is because the fan base is much more willing to give the guy a break. If he's the hometown guy, he's oh Well, he he's a hometown guy. Let's stick with him. Let's st-. they have faith in him from the beginning. Sure, which is super important because you can't. Same with the NFL, you can't change coaches every eighteen months. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work.
1: You can't even change coordinators every eighteen months because then you got. Guys who have been in the league for four years, who've had three different coordinators, you know, and they're always learning a new system. And the they new terminology. It's yeah. like,
0: it, have you heard some of the play calls? Some of it, it, <laughs> it, I'm like, holy cow, man. You <laughs> just remember all this stuff? I guess some of the quarterbacks in the NFL are really smart. The best quarterbacks in the NFL are really, really smart, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. I actually want to talk to you about quarterbacks. But first, let's take a quick break, tell everybody where we like to hang out, and then we'll have that conversation. Awesome deal. Because there's there an announcement that is a big deal, and we'll get into it. So, if you're ever in Denver, got just the place for you to be hanging out, and, and Timmy knows the address. It's called Capital Cigars. Where is it at, dude? It's
0: on 919 East Colfax Avenue. That's right.
1: It's in the Capitol Hill neighborhood of Denver. Tons to do in this part of town. We're actually really close to downtown. So it's, I mean, Denver is just like a happening place right now. There's there's a vibrant art scene. There's a vibrant music scene. There's a vibrant, like, cuisine scene. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but... It's a foodie, um, foodie town. It is. It's a foodie <laughs> town, yeah. It definitely is a foodie town. And, and Capitol Cigars is where you should hang out afterwards or before those meals or before those concerts or galleries or wherever to have a cigar, have a have a couple drinks, just kick it. Serious, serious selection of cigars. Best in Colorado. Um, fully stocked bar, nice staff. There's always, even if you don't know the people here, they're going to want to talk to you about something. I just spent like an hour talking about who's going to win in the NFL <laughs> playoffs next week. You know, it's just how it is here. Um, so, if you're ever in Denver, if you're ever in Colorado, or if you live here, you probably already know, but come hang out, maybe Neil will be here, tell him you heard about it, bet your ass, maybe he'll, I don't know, shake your hand. (laughs) Back, although we didn't really go anywhere, to be honest, (laughs) we were just sitting right here. But, we're back, regardless, and there was a really big announcement a couple days ago, Monday, to be specific. Yeah, yesterday.
0: Yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah, dude, it was I've yesterday.
1: Been, I've been so busy, man. I, I have like no idea.
0: Monday also. I didn't hear it. <laughs> I had like check sports last night. I, didn't that,
1: right? I thought that if if Tua tackle did
0: I just do that right? I think you got it pretty spot on there. Nice. I'm not going to attempt it myself. I,
1: I practiced. If he um, if Tua, we'll just go with Tua for for now on, right? If Chua was going to do this press conference, I thought he was doing it to announce that he was going to stick around. Right. But they just got a big commit, like a big, big quarterback commit. Plus his little brother is on the roster. And I, for some reason, I feel like he didn't want to be in his brother's
0: way. I get that kind of, but so, so Mac Jones is a, is a junior. To a sophomore, yeah, the guy, but not below him, freshman, and then they just got the big time commit mm-hmm. he's going to be a freshman. We're
1: going to see one of them transfer.
0: Mac Jones might play one more one year, and then he'll
1: have a year. He'll, he'll still have, like, have another a grad year transfer right? and then the kid that is the freshman this year, I bet you he's,
0: he's I bet good you he transfers, me, he's pretty, but I bet you he he's really really good. They don't don't get battery recruits at Alabama. (laughs) They just don't.
1: (laughs) Ah, AJ McCarron is nothing special. (laughs) He was a system guy. (laughs) I
0: mean, so was Kid Dorsey. Yeah. You know, know, and the entire rest of the team was was NFL players so it didn't really matter.
1: That's what I've always said about Alabama. You just have to be decent. And, that the rest of that team should be so is good enough that that should be enough. You know, yeah, we
0: see how good Derrick Henry is right now. Yeah. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> he was a monster in college, but I, I guess I slept on him, or maybe there he was. Didn't a, get a lot. Of, Mark Ingram
0: was there too. Yeah, he, he didn't get a ton. Did not really get? But the ball. that's
1: part of had them both ready for the NFL. They weren't. You know, they weren't tackled a billion times in college. Well,
0: Henry didn't play a lot, even his first couple of years, because. The Titans had uh, White uh, Chris Johnson.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and then so he had fast. somebody
0: else for a little bit too.
1: Yeah, they. Um, he's really he's he's really fun to watch, you know. But the point is with the quarterback at Alabama, as long as you don't make mistakes, you know, like Jalen Hurts, I think is a great quarterback, and I think he's because of the direction the NFL is going, he's going to get a shot. You know what I mean? He's going to oh, get yeah. a shot. Um, there's actually. There's good. There's a bunch of quarterbacks this year going in the draft, which brings me to my additional point of this conversation. I mean, Tua Tagovailoa nailed it again. Tua is coming off a a string of lower body injuries, right? Injuries, both ankles and a hip, right? Like it's probably sitting out a year. You know, it's probably not playing. He's probably not playing his first year. How? I mean, I don't. He's obviously not going to be the first quarterback taken because that's Joe Burrow's spot now. He's going to be in
0: Cincinnati, I suspect. Oh, man, surprisingly, just as a as a shocking, maybe unfold events before the draft happens. Uh, the dude from Utah State or whatever, Jordan uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love.
1: Great name,
0: dude. He he might be the first quarterback taken. Whoa. When they do the combine stuff, they might say, "Hey, man, this guy has got all these skills."
1: I don't see Tua falling out of the first round.
0: I, I don't either, suspect
1: yeah. he'll still get picked in the top ten, even.
0: I think he'll be a Charger, honestly.
1: He could be a Charger. He could be a Dolphin. I've been talking about him all year, except the Dolphin. A guy named Jordan Love would do very well in Miami. You know, the oh, yeah, guy yeah. that fits the motif. You know, Um. but. That's four. I mean, I like. I think Jalen Hurts will be a first round pick. Or
0: mm, Or high second round.
1: So three quarterbacks in the first round. Is there anybody else? I mean, where? What about Herbert from
0: Oregon? I think he'll be a first round. I think. Uh, I think uh, Burrow, uh, Herbert, Love, and Tua are all first rounders for sure. And
1: maybe Hurts.
0: Yeah, maybe Hurts. It never hurts. And, uh, that, uh, well, no pun well,
1: intended. It never hurts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to hop up in the bottom of the first round and pick a quarterback because then you get the extra year of control on the contract you can have him for four years instead of three you know what I mean because if you pick him in the end of, in the second round or beyond you don't have that fourth year yeah, we don't control.
0: know about Charles Lawrence yet either do we he, he can't come out this year I thought he was he played last year he played this year he's that's two years oh well, yeah we don't, just don't know what he's doing yet he's still playing football obviously so he hasn't like talked about this.
1: Well, Burrow's playing football. We but, know good, and but we well. know he's gone. Yeah. Hmm.
0: You know how how sad it would be for everyone in the AFC East except for the Patriots fans if if like Tua if, if Lawrence came out and Tua slipped down to be a Patriot.
1: <laughs> and then they grabbed some it sort of free be, agent yeah, for one year, I a mean, one-year bandit. Go get Andy Dalton to Some teach, uh, teach him how to play the NFL game. <laughs> Wow, people would be so mad. <laughs> meanwhile, two is sitting sitting behind. Uh, even if he doesn't,
0: even if Brady stays for one more year, yeah, two which might happen. And then have uh, uh, yeah, it would be <laughs> disgusting.
1: I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's a kind of like a dynamic. It's going to be an, a game-changing crop of. Quarterbacks, you know? you know, this year and next year and like last year, just this batch, you know.
0: Every however long we have this big group of quarterbacks. Ooh,
1: I remember years ago when that that class with like, uh Achilles Smith and like. There was just like oh. four or five guys that and the, year.
0: They all kinda of busted out. And
1: they all kind of busted out, but I thought that was gonna be the game changing class. So. Akilee
0: Smith's just his style was kind of ahead of his time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was great at Oregon though, man. Yeah. He was he was so fun to watch, Oregon.
1: Yeah, it's too bad that didn't work out. But that was a great class of quarterbacks that year too. Um
0: That might have been like Josh McCown, too. Mm-hmm. 42 years. What's year crazy old?
1: is he's the one still playing. Yeah, yeah. All the others are gone. That was Sean King year. That was a, There was a whole bunch of quarterbacks that I thought were going to be good. I thought Sean King was going to be good for the. Sean for King the had
0: a couple good, pretty decent seasons. Yeah. I mean the Bucks defense of those years just carried him along. He but. grew up
1: in Tampa, so it was always cool that they drafted him. I always oh liked, I didn't know that. That's kind of how the Bucks Since won the me went over. Tulane, right? Yeah, he went to Tulane, but he grew up in Tampa. That was kind of how the Bucks won me over. They were drafting guys that grew up in the area. They grew up in Florida. They were drafting guys that went to colleges in Florida. You know, even you know Jacquizz Green from Florida, Warren yeah, Sapp yeah. from Miami, Warren uh, worked done from. Florida State like Derrick Brooks like they had all these they were good to their fans you know and that's how they won me over man because I when I was a kid I I was a Giants fan but then they let Hostetler start all those years and I realized I was much more of a Mark Bavaro fan and a Phil okay. Sims fan than like a Giants fan you know and then I was like a kid without a country for like Ten years. I just loved the NFL. I didn't really have a team to root for, and the Bucks kind of won me over. My mom moved to Florida. I ended up going
0: down there for graduate school, and similar know. kind of thing. I was a Packers fan when I was a kid. Really? And uh, a lot of that was just because I liked Brett Favre. Uh, Robert Brooks was cool. Sterling Sharp, or was really cool. I mean, before he got hurt and stuff too. Reggie White was. I mean, I was like eight or nine years old when they won the Super Bowl against the Patriots with Reggie White. And then, as soon as they won the Super Bowl, everybody was a Packers fan, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to be." <laughs> I was like, "You guys are just bandwagon. Yeah. This is bullshit." Yeah. So I this was, was like, a,
1: "This bandwagon wasn't built for this many yeah.
0: people." His yeah. <laughs> small ass town, you know. And I was like, "You guys now are not all Packers fan. This sucks." So well, I was like, I'll fight a different team. And then the Bucks changed their jerseys next year. Yeah, the and red they got changed and the changed the game, and they got work done. That
1: the and ref- then and they had Mike Allstadt, who who he couldn't help but love,
0: but you know? but Nebraska had played. Work done in the Orange Bowl mm-hmm. in '93, and mm-hmm. then played Miami in the Orange Bowl '94. So I had seen these players play that they had, and that's why I became a Buccaneers fan. I love it.
1: Um, it's one of the reasons that you and I have always gotten along. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <We're laughs> it's next- interesting that you bring up the Packers because they got to start thinking about their next quarterback. That wouldn't be a bad team to to grab a Jalen Hurts or to grab a if Tua slides. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, or somebody yeah. that can that can watch Aaron Rodgers like Aaron Rodgers watched Brett
0: Favre. You know they had like the teams that have been that have had successful quarterback like franchise quarterback play for like twenty years, excluding the Patriots because Tom Brady's been there for twenty years. It's crazy. But like Joe Montana was great for a long time for the Niners, right? And, and then they got Steve Young rolled right into, him. and like they traded they traded the Buckos to get Steve Young, yeah. And then, oh, then what, said, if, what if, what Oh, that? see, yeah. I oh, know what this, perhaps you to talk about that <laughs> again. But then you think, like, he's kind of sat for two years. Yeah. And came in and then was super successful right away. Brett Favre, Packer for a long time. Aaron Rodgers sat for a couple years. Came in successful right away.
1: This is what Belichick wanted to do with Garoppolo. Yeah. You got to start, if you're not thinking about the future, if you don't have two quarterbacks, like, you don't have a plan. If you don't have a young guy backing up your older guy, you don't have a plan, you know? you got to
0: think Well, you need term. to get the, the right young guy at the right time. Because you can't get the young guy. You can't just get soon. a guy right. that's, like, too soon. Yeah, Dude, yeah, That's what happened with Garoppolo. But
1: you develop them and trade
0: him for assets, you know? Right. right. Jacoby Brissett, too. Yeah. It's a picture with Brissett also.
1: The, the problem, I think the biggest problem with doing that, with developing a long-term plan, is that very few teams are like the Patriots or the Steelers who have one coach for a long time. Right. The coaching, the, the expectations of coaches are so high that they're very quickly gotten rid of or general managers very quickly removed. That's look at what's going on in Baltimore. And you're, and I'm, I'm proving my point, you know, with the converse. You know what I mean? Like when you have a core a head coach and, a, and a, a general manager who are constantly trying to keep their job. You you got to use those assets for right now, players. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean. You can't think about that, and that's the
0: GM should be the one that's thinking. Okay, well, we need to find somebody to replace this guy that's gonna that's kind of on the outs. You know, we're all for the Broncos. Oh well, man, we really need a left tackle. You know, we, we better think about that right away. Yeah.
1: Well, I was th- talking about, upstairs. We were talking about all the weapons on offense and defense in Cleveland. And if Joshua Daniels or somebody takes that job, they really just need, like, two offensive linemen, and
0: they're a bananas team. They just need their, their linemen to be healthy.
1: True. Because they have
0: pretty good linemen. They're just not all healthy. But, yeah. I mean, Freddie Kitchens was not qualified to be head coach. No. Like, it, it, was, was just, it was very clear. It was a year. bad
1: hire. They realized it quickly.
0: But they, the players liked him last year.
1: Yeah, well, they didn't like him so much this year. Yeah, that's because it was evident that he wasn't doing his job, like doing, you know, living up to the expectations of the job.
0: Yeah, they weren't prepared ever.
1: They weren't, you're absolutely right.
0: So, one more thing before we wrap this up kind of here, probably. Do you think that Jason Garrett will ever have a job again? Sure, 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 sure. sure. I I would take, if the odds were good, I would take no, that there's no way. I don't think he'll
1: ever be a head coach again. But I think yeah, that's it,
0: what I mean. Yeah,
1: I could see him being a, a very effective coordinator, a special teams guy or or or, or like a strength coach type guy or, or a great scout or an assistant GM. Who knows? Maybe he has a second chapter. He's young.
0: Oh, yeah. He's young, he's man.
1: Young. Maybe he has his second chapter in administrative level. Maybe. You know, he's a GM in 20 but my, years.
0: More of my point was, it was about the head coaching the head yeah. job. I don't Maybe think you'll ever goes, have another one of those jobs.
1: If he goes down to college and excels, he might get another shot down the road. Right? We've seen people do that before. But – it's it's unlikely he's definitely not gonna have a job next year you know, oh, he, no 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 there are the 10
0: teams need a head coach I don't think they can even
1: no there's hire. there's qualified guys like you know there, there's guys that are haven't proven to be bad but I will say this I don't think McCarthy was a good hire man. I don't either I think he's a proven loser I think yes he yeah. has a ring but I think with that team in the in that fan base, he should have had more with Aaron Rodgers.
0: He was a I think terrible he, play caller a think lot of he, times.
1: I think he prevented Aaron Rodgers from a second and maybe a third ring. Just my personal opinion. Yeah. I've also, never thought very think, highly of him. But I like I like that they hired him because I enjoy when the Cowboys are back. Me too, yeah, yeah. Right? They got this spoiled fan base that expects you know winning every year and i love it when they don't win
0: sounds like a similar fan base hey yeah Happens right in here in our right town. Right I, remember. Remember. <laughs> I actually i'm so happy the Broncos won seven games because now their draft pick sucks they be bad <laughs> forever
1: <laughs> i don't know what they would do i mean i just don't they until they have a new ownership new, <clears> new leadership <throat> I, I mean they're they're it's an uphill battle for them Oh, yeah. And the fans are still thinking they're going to be great. Numbers. Yeah, they
0: think we're going to Drew Lock next year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so to uh, <laughs> to uh, maybe you will slip to the to the
0: to the buckos.
1: Yeah, maybe I like that the rearranged NFL offseason schedule has the coaching, all the coaching, you know, uh, hires and everything, and then all the free agency, and then the draft? Like, we're having a draft conversation four months before the draft. I mean, obviously, this is way In, too early
0: to so be
1: projecting yeah. anything. You know, who knows? And then there's always a guy or two that goes to the Underwear Olympics and just excels. You know what I mean? Like It just... Yeah, just, you know, D.K.
0: Metcalf. Right? And, like, that guy, oh, man. God, so he had a great game.
1: P.S., love the Seahawks this weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love the Seahawks at, at, the, at the Packers. Um Side note, but I just don't think they can stop. They they they're they're one of the worst teams defending the deep pass.
0: And who and are you, are he, you got DK Metcalf, guy run by everyone. He's so
1: fast. He's so fast, man. All so, I need him
0: to do, man, is win this week, and then we get to the NFC Championship game, and I can bet against him because I bet the Seahawks hundred plus two thousand. You told me not to make the bet because we're gonna lose against the Eagles. Twenty to one, huh? and I. I I just just before, last just last week, yeah. Good for you. I was like, all right, let's just get there, fellas. Let's get there. Hey,
1: man, the Texans found a way to win. And yeah. Maybe they can beat the Chiefs right, somehow, man. and I can get a chance at this. Uh, I like planning futures. They're fun. I mean, you know, you don't always win, but when you lose, you don't lose that much. And when you win, you win a shit You win game. a lot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's <laughs> a low risk, high reward. Yeah.
1: Um, real quick, before we say peace out, uh, just to recap. We both kind of like Clemson, even though I bet LSU,
0: because I'm an idiot. I really like Clemson. LSU. I like the
1: over. More and more I think about it, the more I like the over. Um, the only thing that I'm concerned about is the long halftime, all the hoopla of the national championship. Sometimes that changes. The game changes. Takes six hours. Yeah, so so maybe maybe the over. I don't know. That's the only thing I'm hesitant about. But that can affect the defense just as much as it affects the offense. So um, that could go either way, I guess. Um to a pro, still probably a first rounder. Probably won't play.
0: Four, probably, probably a Charger. I, I think. They, I think. I think they keep. I think that the Chargers keep Philip Rivers for what one more season. I don't
1: think he wants to
0: stay. I think. I think he's gonna stay. No,
1: I think he's sick of the two and a half hour drive to work every day.
0: I think he's gonna stay anyway. I mean, he's he's getting old too, man. He's he's about done for. If they draft to a. They they get Rivers to stay. They have they have Rivers Chicago. for one more year. The Chicago openly said they're committed to Mitch Trubisky. Well, they, just a few days ago.
1: It was it was the most tepid commitment I've ever heard. It was like, hey, he's gonna be fine, but that's because he's on their roster right
0: now. Oh, I just read the press release on Twitter. I didn't actually see yeah, them, yeah, them it. Yeah, yeah,
1: No, I didn't see it either. I read it too, and I read between the lines. Like Okay. Yeah, they're just they're they're supporting the guy that they have in the in in you know in in on on the team you know doesn't mean they're gonna
0: doesn't it, mean they're not breaking something. You know in. as mu- as sad as it is being a Buccos fan because we haven't had a lot of great years since I've been alive. I would hate to be a Bears fan. <laughs> like they their their team just disappoints them all the time. Like their their GM and they just they just let themselves down all the time. And it's just like you should be. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed Agreed
1: Fully um, Alright Let me just Real quick This cigar is pretty fucking good I um, I'm kind of uh, Biased Because I like The H. Upman cigars In fact Last night I, I had one of my favorites It's the H. Upman Banker Rosé Something Rosé It's like this Rosé style it's a, it's a great cigar too But this legacy Is pretty good it's an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Um, that's not the most common of wrappers that's used, um, and Neil's kind of turned me on to these, to to this these types of wrappers. Um, I kind of look for cigars that are Sumatra now because I I like the flavor and the taste. I don't find it to be overwhelming, but I find it to be um, complex. You know what I mean? Like like there's a lot going on, but it's not. Too much. I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but I like this cigar a lot. Um, it's filled with Nicaraguan and Dominican filler, and it's just it's just a great cigar. They say it's a medium full, but I I would I would say it's a little just short of that. But whatever the the ratings for cigars, I'm not always like Neil's the cigar dude. I like cigars. You know what I mean? Neil's the cigar.
0: So he knows all the terms. He knows
1: everything. Yeah. But I really like this cigar. I really like all the H. Upman cigars that I've had. I've never had one I haven't liked, and I can't say that about every brand. Um, but I like this legacy. So if anybody's listening and, and wants to try one, you know, you should. <laughs> I give it a, a a two thumbs up kind of an endorsement. I think it's a really good cigar. Great for the afternoon. So, uh, you know, it's not too heavy to 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 have early. Um, goes well with whiskey or coffee. <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go. Um, what more do you need? What more do you need? Exactly. <laughs> and, um, what else? Quick housekeeping. We're going to do two podcasts. Obviously, this one is going to come out tonight, late tonight. This is today's Tuesday. And then the normal weekly one will be Thursday morning. We got a special guest. That should be a good one. And, uh, we're on Instagram and we're on Twitter at Bet Pod. And we got the newly designed website, betyourash.com. We got some cool things in the works, got some big announcements coming up in the next couple weeks. Um it's gonna be a big 2020 for for the Bet Your Ash brand. Nice. I'm excited. I like man. it. So I, I appreciate you um being a part of the college football conversation, the dialogue. I'm looking forward to basketball season's right around the corner.
0: It's well I mean, basketball season started, but it's really getting heated. No, 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 it's starting to get heated up now. You know
1: from like all-star break on is, is like, like my happy time. You know what right, I mean? Right. It's, it's really great. Casey O'Fluid will start popping in again soon because golf season's about to kick off. I have a big tournament this weekend in, in Hawaii. Uh the Sony something or other open or whatever it's called. Your guy Brooks just won last week. Yeah, he No. Yeah, he did. He played in some tournament one last week. No, Justin Thomas won last week. Brooks Kopka's coming off of injury, and he's gonna be Doing, he's going to be returning to the European tour to like work on his game before before the Masters. I think he
0: played some tournament. Brooks won some smaller tournament last yeah, week. Yeah, it wasn't
1: last week was Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas won in a three way in a three way uh, playoff. I like how they do that specific tournament as one of the Hawaii tournaments. Where they play a full round when there's a playoff. Oh, that's so cool! I Absolutely. like that shit. That's that's Go awesome. play another eighteen. Figure it out on the
0: court. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, well, that's really cool. Yeah, figure it out on the field. I like that. Instead of playing like single holes. Yeah, I always thought they it. should do that. They should play like you know. Play like, Monday. Like, play Tuesday. Yeah, they should play keep playing. A, or like they should always be like a like a best of five mm-hmm. or a best of seven would be a cool way to do it too.
1: I'm not. Man, I wish Casey was here because you would know the answer right away. But there's a, one of the majors does that. When there's a tie, it's three-hole playoff. It's a three-hole playoff. Oh, cool. I, it might be the U.S. Open, actually. They have slightly different rules because it's not BGA. It's the U.S. Uh, it's the Open, you know, organization. I forget what that's called. USGA or whatever. That, that organizes it. So I think it might be them, but I'm not positive. But the point is, golf season's about to kick off. Basketball season's it, we're gonna be in full fucking gear. College
0: basketball's just really so, heating up too now. Yeah,
1: I think we're, we're gonna, gonna do a, um, I think we might do a bracket contest. We can't, I don't know if we're allowed to give out cigars because some people, it's tough to check people's age. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, but we could probably do like a nice humidor and some accessories to the winner or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's cool. And so we might do a, we might do a bracket, a Bet Your Ash bracket pool this year. That'd be fun. Um, and then, like I said, there's like the you know, football is winding down. Like there's still tons of stuff to gamble on, and the drafts right around the corner, and then the yeah. NBA playoffs. Man, it's, it's that's the best, the best, man. NBA playoffs
0: the best. It is my favorite time of the year. It really. Is. It was it was probably my greatest gambling time. Yeah. Baseball starts. NBA playoffs. Uh, March basketball just gets just ending up and stuff, you know, and it's just fantastic. That time of the year is fantastic.
1: The older I get, the less patient I am for baseball. But I I will say I like the off-season stuff a lot. Like I like the
0: the hot stove. Like the the organization, like who's who's signing to who signing who, who they can trade I still stuff. love that shit. You might see surprisingly you might see a lot of big time trades this year before the season gets going. Yeah. Uh yeah, you might see some some moves being made cuz the last few years there hasn't been a lot of trades. I mean Bryce Harper going to the Phillies was a big deal. John Carlo going to the Yankees was a big deal. We kind of all knew that was going to happen. Yeah, we might see like Aaron Nodal might be out of here for yeah. the Rockies. There I might mean, be some other. There might be some other. The Red Sox might move be Mookie Betts to the Dodgers. I guess There might be some big time deals happen very soon.
1: I bet you I would watch more baseball if the Rockies were better because I live here. You know I would want to go, but because that's a great experience. Big, oh yeah, experience ballpark yeah, yeah. experience.
0: But. It's one of the best. Baseball stadiums to go to to I'm hang out, and watch the game. I'm fortunate
1: that I was raised a Yankees fan. Um, <laughs> like, like, I got it good.
0: I just heard this I from this so from happy
1: I'm not a rock this i I just
0: I just heard this from one of the radio guys I listen to a lot. Um, he's like, if I have a kid, okay. I was gonna dress her dresser in Mickey in Mickey Mantle jerseys. Yeah, number seven Yankee stuff. <laughs> She's like, I want my kid to, be, to believe in a winner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Right, Meanwhile,
0: yeah. my my Los Angeles Dodgers are becoming the Buffalo Bills of baseball.
1: So close, but no just gonna
0: four yeah. straight. Four we're st- just gonna keep doing it. <laughs> like we're gonna keep getting there and joking. <laughs> uh, if you
1: wanna make Tim feel better about being a Dodgers fan, you can find him on Twitter and Instagram. Just search Timmy Nebraska. <sighs> Uh, it's TRCullin09 on Twitter. Yes, it? yes. And then it's Timmy Nebraska on, on Instagram. But if you just search Timmy Nebraska, it'll pop up a book.
0: You can see my beautiful face on there. You'll find me.
1: Beautiful as a stretch, but it's a face. Definitely a face. <laughs> I'm trying to build myself up, man. You got a face. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. Episode 61 in the books. Thanks again, man. Appreciate you.
0: You got it, man.
1: Talk to you soon.